I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. Just me at the top of the podcast to say, one, I hope you're doing okay. If you're in lockdown, hopefully you're getting through it. You know, podcasts, books, movies, whatever. Whatever it is that gets you through it, do it. Don't feel bad. Uh, If you're not in lockdown, make sure you go out and see some live stuff. Ah. So lucky. Hey, of course, all my touring's on hold at the minute. So after last week saying that list of like 18 different cities, that's all on hold. So just keep on checking joshell.com.au um, when things open up. No doubt I'll be in your in your city pretty soon. If you do want to help out the podcast, you can always become a Patreon subscriber. Go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. That's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. $5 a month gets you... Uh, a weekly weekly bonus podcast called Top 5. Heaps of friends of the show have been on that. It's really fun. I very much enjoy it. Some people online are saying it's better than this one. So there you go. Not my opinion, their opinion. Also, if you want to help out, you can buy a T-shirt. I've got some T-shirts for sale at joshell.com.au slash merch. I've got the Celeste Potter designed ones, the Thinking Man. They're in white. If you're a small or medium, I've got those sizes left. And the brand new one designed by Kashka Hardy, the uh, head, the crazy head, my head on black. It's uh, sizes from S to XXL. It's in the AS color. That's what the t-shirts are. So if you've got any AS color t-shirts, that's your sizing guide. Go to joshearl.com.au slash merch. I'd love to walk down the post office. Gives me something to do every day. It'll be great. Anyway, enjoy this episode with the first-time guest, Ben Lee. Very excited about that. Been a big fan of his for a long, long time. Broden Kelly, Nathan Valvo, and Gillian Cosgriff. Hello, and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, I discovered I share my name with a man who got married back in May and his gift registry, the page, is still alive on the website myfavoritethings.com where all he and his, his wife asked for were gift cards. Mm. No actual presents, just wanted gift cards. Which Smart. Is, well, it's just one step up from money. Mm. Just ask for money. That's better. That's how phone scammers get money. They say go down to the local Target oh, and get yeah. $400 in Coles vouchers and send that back to us. Like that's... That is their structure. How do you know that, Broden? Because <laughs> I am the phone scammer. A friend of mine got uh, scammed out of, like, he thought he bought uh, tickets to the band The National. And the guy said, yeah, just, I don't have a bank account, so just put it in my uh, sports bet account. And then the, he did that and then went, oh, I think I'm not going to get these tickets. And he didn't get the tickets. That was Tommy Daslow. There you go. Um, hey, who are these voices? Wow. Let's meet them now. <laughs> Our first guest is a musician who shares his name with the head of brewing operations at Two Brothers Brewery in Melbourne. Can you please welcome, for the first time of the podcast, it's Ben Lee. Yay! Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Ben. How are you doing? I'm good. I didn't know that trivia about the brewery. And there's also an architect. Mm. I know there's also the world's fastest violin player. Oh, really? He played Flight of the Bumblebee in like 10 seconds. Uh, You can see him on YouTube. Ben Lee, (laughs) violin. Also joining us is a man who shares his name with a student at Ohio State University. Can you please welcome from Auntie Donna and How to Stay Married, it's Broden Kelly. Pleasure to be here. Um, <laughs> I have a vaccine headache. Oh, oh which hello. one did you get? I got, I got Pfizer ah. um, yesterday. Mm. Really? So this is just your first one or your second one? First. Oh, so I got my first. I've got to get my second one in uh, exactly one week. First one, only a sore arm. That was it. Yeah, well, maybe I'm just being a sook. Maybe I'm just like, you know, you know how when it's like, well, I maybe I, I should have say, a headache. I didn't want to say anything, Broden, that I'm <laughs> Hey, also joining us, our next guest. I thought shared her name with two other people who have Skype accounts, but as we learned last time, she'd just forgotten her Skype passwords twice. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Gillian Cosgriff. Yay. Yay. I do share my name with two other Gillians with a J. 
Ah. Yes, who I found in the early days of Facebook where you would find people with your name and then friend them. One is like an elderly woman who loves Scottish Terriers um, and one is like a really mean teenage girl from New York. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. Uh, That's good. And finally is a man who when you type his name into Google, the related searches are Nath Valvo partner Cody. That comes up number one. How old is Nath Valvo? That's cute. And Nath Valvo age. Can you please welcome... The timeless Nate Valvo, yeah. That's nice. I'll tell you my age. I haven't got the Pfizer shot yet. What does that say? <laughs> That's what everyone's doing now. Everyone, like, I think even you tweeted that people were very quiet about turning 40, but they're mad about being able to get this Pfizer. And all of a sudden, here we are. <laughs> yeah. Broden Kelly, 44 years old and member yeah. of Auntie Donna. Seasoned. <laughs> Seasoned member. Can I just say, can I add something very quickly, Josh? Yeah, go um, for it. In university in about 2010, as a creepy little weirdo, I um, I came across Ben Lee's Facebook and uh, just friend requested him and he accepted it. So for like 11 years now, I've just been watching Ben Lee do Facebook posts, never meeting him until now. Man, I'm, so I'm, I'm let me com- look you up. Yeah. I'm coming in very prepared. Can I just say that? Wow. I can tell you that Ben, when COVID first struck about 24 months ago, uh did uh, an acoustic uh, we're all in this together Um, so if that's one of the questions I've already got the points look at that I see you Broden Kelly and you know what I did not know that but you we actually my family um, Auntie Donna's is one of the things we watched together in Sydney Hotel Quarantine when we got (laughs) here in December because we got on Australian Netflix and we were like what's going on we we know Scott Orkerman and people who were, we were like, oh, man, let's watch this. There and we loved go. it. So, Well, little did you know we've been friends for upwards of 12 years. <laughs> I have a question, and not to judge you, Ben Lee, at all, but why did you accept Broden's friend request? <laughs> I, I, no, that's sorry, a fair I, question. I just thought you were going to say, why did you accept being on this podcast? I'm so glad that was not the question. Um, I don't – I know there was a phase I went through where I just thought, Oh, fuck it. I'll just approve everybody because people were <laughs> finding me. And, and I really, except for Broden, with that exception, I really regret it. Um, <laughs> because my feed is just full of people like, I mean, you know, these tragedies that happen that people share on Facebook. It's like I open it. It's just deaths of people I don't know, births of babies <laughs> I don't know. It, it could not be less. Facebook is already kind of revolting enough. Um, this has really made it an unpalatable experience. Was there also a part of you seeing you wrote "We're all in this together"? Felt bad for not including people into your Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're yeah. all we're all in this together on my Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our first game today is called Social Me Me Media, where I'm going to read out status updates by the four of you. If you know who wrote these ones, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you're right. A point to the person actually wrote it. If you're incorrect, so you can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. First question is this one. I'll start TikTok in lockdown six. Broden. Yes, Broden. That's Nathan Lee Valvo. That is Nathan Lee Valvo, <laughs> yes. Put there for Nathan. I'm for Broden, yeah. I mean, yeah. I forgot the rules. Hang on. I can't do anything when it's mine. No, you just got to look as if you don't know what it oh, is. Oh, okay. Acting. Which you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. That's good. All right. Cool. Are, so you're not, are you on TikTok, Broden? Are Auntie Donna uh, Auntie Donna is, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, it's a magical place. Is it? I just joined it. I just joined it the other day. My daughter, it's like something to do in lockdown together. Yeah. So she's become my guru and I'm just trying to like uh, do what she tells me. See, that's I don't have a kid's excuse. So is that, I, um, it's just creepy for me to do it. Totally. You gotta be a dad. I was totally perplexed by my Mitch McConnell post today. She was like, "What are you using TikTok for?" <laughs> but did you do a nice dance as you were saying it? Is that what you were like? yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I should have said at the point. So Broden has a a joint account with the Auntie Donna crew. Yeah, I represent. So, yeah. But I think I've chosen ones that I think you've written. So just so, yeah, great. Just, yeah, I've that tried. Is- so we'll there are two Twitter I'm... accounts. There are two Twitter accounts that are, are that are called "Guessing Which Auntie Donna Member Tweeted This." <laughs> That's great. And they are about twenty percent right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you know, if you do a better job than them, good luck to you. There could be three up. Okay. Question two: You don't get paid for the gig; you get paid for the drive there. Jill. Mm. Yes, Jill. Is that Ben Lee? That is Ben, yes. You can see. Oh. 
I tried to do perplexed acting. It was stunning. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> oh, I, did, I didn't think it was you because I didn't think comics had it just uh, comics had it shitter than everyone. But we don't. It's like it's it's across the board. <laughs> We're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> and the co- and the comics listening to this going, oh wow, they pay for your drive. <laughs> oh wow, you get petrol money when you do music. Did. Did, when you were like touring across America, Ben, did you do the whole like overnight drives to the next town? Did you do it that way, or did you? Yeah, the hardest yeah. ones are when you're the support band for a yeah. band that's in a bus and you're in a van, Ooh. because they route the whole thing based on driving overnight. Yeah. So the gigs are like eighteen hours apart, and there's no way to get there unless you just drive all night in the van. And yeah. you know, it's it's pretty horrific. But that's sort of yeah. I mean, that's the paying your dues part. You know, you've got to do it. Comedian Jim Gaffigan talks about uh, he pays for two nights in a hotel but doesn't stay one night. He just pays it so that they can drive overnight, get there at like 8 in the morning, check mm. in because they couldn't have checked in, stay there, use the shower, use the pool, and then go and do the gig at night and then drive again. But you've got to pay for the two nights. Yeah. The trade like, secret is being ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> All right. Question three. A friend accused me of not taking enough risks. So yesterday I had a Luxor while wearing white. I showed them. Nath. Yes, Nath. Jill. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Nath, yes. Hi, Jill. Hi. (laughs) I can't see our other guests in white. I don't know why. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, I I reckon, Ben, you'd wear white. Yeah. You heard it here first. He's got the confidence of someone who could wear wear white. Of a man that can wear white. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Rock stars and cricketers are the only people in society who get away with wearing white. Which one am I? And Jill. (laughs) And Jill. (laughs) Question four. Man, I loved newsagents as a kid. (laughs) Uh, Jill. That's that's really funny. Broden Kelly? No, it was Ben. Ben. That's great. They were sick. They were so good. They were awesome, man. Yeah. Remember Redskins? Oh, yeah. Yes. As in the lollies. So, yeah, the yeah. lollies, but it's mm. like they're, I'm sure they're off the market now. No, they're very... called Red Rippers now. They rebranded oh, them. Oh, Red Rippers, yeah. Mm. I feel one I of the like yeah one of the strongest sounds of my childhood is the uh, Tats Lotto machine. You know, it makes that that skiddy noise when it prints the ticket. Yeah. Um, that's, right. that's, that's my childhood in a news agency with my dad with these problems. I used to buy I used to buy Juice magazine every single month. Hello. Or was it weekly? Yeah. And I used to buy this when I was at uni. Would buy NME. Every, that came out weekly. And I went away. I was this is in Launceston in Tasmania, and I'd go away back home over the holidays. And my newsagent would keep all of them for me. But you know how the oh newsagent yeah used to rip off the top, just send the label back to the publisher, which means we didn't sell it. So here you go. So they were all he'd ripped off the the top page uh, of the label and then gave it to me like that as a little little present for coming back to uni in uh, oh, second year. Nice. Yeah. Cute. All those music magazines also notoriously came C-mail. So yeah. you'd get like the NME or Melody Maker and it would be three months after its publication date. <laughs> yeah. um, and it would be like fresh new band. And it was yeah. like the band who was now like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But in Tassie. Singer is now dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was good in Tassie because we were always behind in everything anyway. So even yeah, like you didn't TV, notice. No, we were like, wow, this is so current. All right, question five. I wish I'd invested in going for walks two years ago. Bro, um, Ben. Yes, Ben. <laughs> I think that's Broden. You are correct. Yeah. Is it Broden? Was it you, Broden? Did you actually? Yeah, write I just one? I, I yes. walked around for like two days after it, thinking. Um, <laughs> I didn't get the wording right. I'm not a stand-up comedian. Like, I was like, I should have should have bought low. Or I, it's a shit tweet. <laughs> but thank I, I, you, Ben. I chose it out of out of the thousands of tweets. I chose it to be in this show. I didn't think it was shit, yeah. Broden. Thank you. I'm out of podcasts too. I know I'm on a podcast now, but I've run out of podcasts that I like listening to for walks. <laughs> So oh. hit me up with some good potties. I know oh. I'm on one now. Yep. <laughs> um, do you, you should listen to Work Life by Adam Grant. That's a really good one. He's an okay. occupation. He's an occupational therapist, and it sounds boring, but it's it's mm. really it's really really good. Just tells you how yeah. to, how to, how to work. It's good. Work life, huh? Work life. There you go. 
All right. I've been getting into in first. the bubble, in the bubble, the um, Andy Slavitt one, who is Biden's advisor on getting the vaccination oh. out there. Ooh, and it's um, it's fascinating because it's all about the um, just the issues they're getting into yeah. with like actually getting America vaccinated, and it comes out like twice a week, and it's like it's anyway. We don't need to wait. We can all. But that sounds <laughs> kind of interesting, other, but since yeah. we're in such a good position in this country, I don't think it would be relatable. <laughs> in any way, in shape or form. Broden, I'll give you At my. At least we're not the rest of the world. <laughs> Broden, here's my podcast tip. I think you will, you will like this one. It's called uh, Inside the Groove, and each episode is a Madonna song, and then they <sighs> deep dive into the creation of it and the recording of it, and it's fantastic. This is great. All three of these podcasts sound genuinely <laughs> awesome and outstanding. Jill, um, let's yes. hear number four. Number four, The Jungle <laughs> Prince, a three-part New Yorker podcast about an like possibly an Indian royal family that live in this dilapidated castle in the middle of the jungle. So fascinating. What? Yeah, it's great. There's only three apps, I think, and mm. it's perfect. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is great. I'm actually going to listen <laughs> to all of these. <laughs> And so should you, dear listener. <laughs> After you listen to this one. Don't, don't, yeah, don't stop this one and find those ones. All right, next question. <laughs> if you have a sudden craving for a spider of the beverage variety, but none of the usual ingredients, I can confirm that putting a spoonful of Greek yogurt in some old flat Pepsi is absolutely not the same. Nath. Yes, Nath. It seems it's got Jill vibes again. You are correct, Nath. That yeah, is Jill. I'm, yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. we've, we've, we've done enough gigs together for me to appreciate that Jill likes a, a hack, a life hack, a tip, <laughs> and a shortcut. So yeah. all signs point to Jill. What, what that signifies is that what I like is for things to be hard. Um, <laughs> so, perfect. I did, I, as a kid, I loved a spider. That was my drink of choice. When oh, of I, course. We would go out for a counter meal. We would get a little treat of spider because the ice cream would go that icy hard. And, oh, yeah. So Auntie Donna are currently writing a sketch about spiders. I just want to put that out there now. Oh, what yeah, a, we, a we, scoop. We, I, I, I want to make spiders on stage in our next show. When you released the Auntie Donna TV show on Netflix, some of, some of the people were saying, hey, there's far too many Australian references in this. Do you think the spider is going to travel internationally? I think, well, no. But uh, <laughs> no, but I don't care well, anymore. Look, it's it's the Grant Denier yeah. of beverages. Yes. Yeah. I, when we when we mentioned Car City Ringwood, surely that was a flag that we don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> in the outer eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Uh, all right. Question seven. Today I sampled a mug of cappuccino alongside a ham, cheese, and tomato toasty. The cappuccino was brewed from the most delectable beans, and the toasty, prepared in a toasted sandwich grill, was crunchy on the outside and mouth-watering on the inside. A must-visit if you're lucky enough to swing by Northland. Ten out of ten. Jill. Ben. Uh, yes, Jill. Nath Valvo. No, no, that was Broden. It was Kevin. Broden. Oh, oh. I was so. Go- I enjoyed that ride thoroughly. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was Ben Lee just like fully just like having a- Ben Lee endorses Northland. Just doing some method tweeting. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> look, and the reason I really appreciate that, Broden, is Northland is the forgotten mega shopping center of Melbourne. And for us, we're from the same area growing up. It's people bang on about chatty and high point. High points in the news because it's an exposure site every day. I get that. <laughs> but Northland is it's a classic. It's it's a real magical. It's oh. a magical place. Hello, was, hello, Northland in Preston. Hello to you. <laughs> I, I was there, Nath, on Monday. <gasps> Look out. At nine thirty in the morning before it was opened and it was all it was all closed down. I had my son had to get new glasses and you know, you, the appointment was at nine thirty and we went there and it was all locked. We had to ring the buzzer to get in and there was no one in there at all. <laughs> and it was so weird. There's a buzzer? Northland, Northland has a buzzer? Yeah, it's got the security thing because we were trying every door and just going, hey, we've got an appointment at Specsavers. Uh, And they went, all right, yeah, just come in. And a huge shopping centre, just me and my son, just walking around trying to find Specsavers. That's cool. It's a magical place. Um, I'd like to give a shout out here to Eastland, which is my childhood shopping centre. Wow. Which used to have a, a train that drove around that parents could put their kids on. And my cousin in his early 20s lived with us and was the driver of the train, which at the time I was like, celebrity. But now I know it's like, what happened to you? Uh, Next question. My new hobby is texting on board to people I know with school kids at home. (laughs) Jill. That's great. Yes, Jill. 
That's Nath Valvo. That is Nath Valvo. Yes, a point there for Jill. Uh, is it because yes. of my bad acting in my face there, Jill? Because it's, it's mean <laughs> to people with kids. I mean. <laughs> Which is your brand. <laughs> it really is. Uh, no, as, as someone with two kids at home, um, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, question nine. Just looping in my manager, the death knell of all fun in showbiz. That's That's... Talking shop that that yes tweet. Broden Jill Cosgrove <laughs> oh, no that is, ben, 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 so that is <laughs> that is a That's very me. it's because it's like anyone who's put together like curate like we do a lot of nights like we do at Largo and here at Giant Dwarf like put together nights of like musicians and com- comedians as of as soon as if if you can't get a yes from someone directly. Yeah. It's never going to happen. And so that's basically like, my thing is like, once you tell me you're looping in your manager, you're dead to me. Yeah. Like we are, we're probably, we'll bump into each other and have an awkward exchange at a party, but that's about it. <laughs> no, that's very true. I've never thought of that. It's good. And our final question for this round, why order pizza when you can make your own at home for more money, more effort and less satisfaction? <laughs> That's funny. That's good stuff. Jill Cosgrove. Broden Jill Cosgrove. Uh, no, it was Nate Valvo. Point there for Nate. Fuck. Yes. It had Jill vibes. It had, it had, yeah, it did. It had, it had a DIY vibe. It had a DIY vibe. <laughs> very off topic, very quickly. Last, I haven't seen Jill since I was an audience member in Harry Potter. And it was like oh. a week after we were let out of the house. And oh, so, so stop you there. Yep. So for the listeners, Jill Sorry. is in The Cursed Child, hmm. the but Harry what, Potter play. But what Jill didn't tell me. No, wait, really, are you going to ruin things? No, you must no, have. no. I promise I, promise I won't. <laughs> you got to keep the keep secret. secret. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the secret. But what, is that <laughs> the, the woman in the crying game? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> Jill has a dick. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, that's that's the ending of Harry Potter. Um <laughs> Uh, and really? Then, it's Jill wow. just goes, hello. You go, wow. Yeah. Um, bad, for, very bad for business and ticket sales that you only allowed like half the audience or whatever the capacity was. Mm. But I got to say, as an audience member, it was so comfortable. I had, <laughs> I had a seat to the left of me blank. We had the seat to the right of us blank. It was stretch out. It was beautiful. Yeah. Everyone had coats and Maltesers and <laughs> fucking there was shoes everywhere. <laughs> it was like hour eleven of an international flight. People had just given up. There was just <laughs> shit yeah. everywhere. Wow. And I loved every minute of it. Is that bad to say? No, it's not bad. I did have a funny moment where we came back the last time to 50% and one of our cast in a meeting was like, you know, to our director, do you have any tips for like, it's just such a strange vibe, you know, with half the house. And I just turned around and I was like, some of us have never played to six people in a circus tent yeah. at Adelaide Fringe and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, having performed live for 10 years, mm. you, like you could, the, eye, the, the facial expression of someone, we've got to give them a show like it's sold out tonight. That <laughs> <laughs> was during this year's comedy festival when they up when they upped the capacity. I was like, no, no, I, I was sold out. No, don't up it. I don't know if we can sell these extra tickets. One year at Adelaide Fringe, I sold those tickets. there was a there was a problem with the ticketing machine at the Adelaide Fringe, and uh, someone came backstage and told me that I had sold 170 tickets, which was astronomical, and there was a, a, a problem with the machine that was adding zeros to people's ticket sale report, oh. and so I walked out to 17, I, expecting Nathan, I... 170. Is it true, Nath, as well? I think you told me this, so I know it's true. But one year in the garden, <laughs> your show was the cheapest show. Uh-huh. So people would buy tickets to your show mm-hmm. just to get in the garden to drink. And then wouldn't come to, to my show. Yeah. So I'd be sold out. <laughs> and then I'd walk out to a half-empty room. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, <laughs> I mean. We are also missing my favourite Nath Valvo Adelaide French story, which is the year we were both in that horrible tiny tent in the middle where the man would crack the whip next to the tent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was so hot at like still at seven o'clock at night that you and you had a very small do you want to tell it oh no i had i I had seven sales and it was 40 degrees at 8 p.m in adelaide and uh i said fuck this and i got the six people and took them to my um you get your own little not your you own you it? share with four That's other what I'm people yeah. for a tra- you get your own a caravan for, like you get a-, a caravan for a half an hour before your show <laughs> and it has a really good aircon. so i took my six audience members into the caravan <laughs> and did my show in there in rock and roll we call that an orgy <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
Ben, did you ever do like South by Southwest or one of those kind of like showcase kind of things where you're performing in like a, a bookshop or something like that and it goes wrong? Or? I mean, I've done I've done a million shows where like, I mean, people find it hard to believe when you go, no, I've done gigs where there's literally no one there. Yeah. There's like the bartender and but you know, they're character builders. Like they Ooh, really yeah. are. They, mm-hmm. they without, you know, obviously it, it's pretty frustrating at the time. But they, especially as a musician, because I feel bad for comedians in those situations, because without an audience, you can't do, you can't really do your set. But musicians, we can play our music and you can still get better and you can still enjoy it. So it's, I think those are the ones where you kind of discover like what you like about playing music, you know? Mm. All right. At the end of that round, the scores are Broden, you're on two points. Gillian, you're on two points. Ben, you're on three points. And also on three points is Nath. Yay. It's very close. Early, right. early days. Early days. All right. This round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days and talk about an event that has stayed with us. And today, we're talking about a young Josh Earl. That's me. Now, when I was in year 12, I was selected to dance for a professional dance company called Taz Dance. Gay. Touring a show <laughs> for three weeks around the island of Tasmania. Now, as a 16-year-old boy, I was very self-conscious about a certain area of my body because I knew the costume we were going to wear was only a pair of underpants. What was I worried about, and how did I try and fix the problem? Was it A, I was so worried about my small areola, so I thought if I suctioned them with a vacuum cleaner, it might make them larger. So that is what I did when I thought I was home alone. But because of the vacuum cleaner, I didn't hear my dad come home from work early. He walked in, saw what I was doing, and to this day, we have never spoken about it. So that is A. B, I was very worried about my hairy legs, so I bought a tub of wax and was going to wax my legs. I didn't know you had to do it in small increments and just spread it all over my shin and then yank the entire strip. The pain was excruciating and my whole family came running into the bathroom to see what happened. My mum then carried me to the dining table and continued the rest of the waxing for me. That's B. Or C, I was very worried about my pale skin, so I bought some fake tan and just lathered myself all over. Although I couldn't reach my back, I just squirted it on the surface of the bath and then rolled around in it. The next day, my mum noticed a stain around the bath. I denied it, but the fact that I was five shades darker than I was yesterday gave it away. Now, one of these is true. You can ask me as many questions you want. Bear in mind, I don't want you to get it right. I want, I want some points. Even though I can't win, I want some points. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. What year was this? This was 1998. I just feel like... And we... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go for... Can we see your areolas? <laughs> you can, but the listener can't. Okay, uh, they're quite. That's small. a normal size nip. Yeah, they're quite regular. Small. Yeah, pretty, yeah, that's nice. pretty standard. Pretty yeah, standard. standard now because of the vacuum. <laughs> ah, like we have, we have no before shot. Um, this, this, the wax legs thing is. I don't know if every gentleman or woman went through this growing up, but uh, I went through a couple of years in high school where I was scared to go through puberty and any any sign of puberty like armpit hair or hair anywhere, I'd get rid of it because I didn't want people to know. So oh. is that that's weird? Is that the way Jill's looking at me? Oh, I feel no, like she has never heard someone say that before. No, I had the opposite problem because I was a very, very late bloomer. So right. I would have been like faking shit early on. <laughs> You were putting on hair. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe the wax legs thing could work. That could be a thing. You know. I, I was also a very late bloomer, which wouldn't surprise anyone who's ever met me. But I remember because it was. I mean, I'm sure it's awful for women or girls going through it as well. But in high school, our showers was just a big open shower. Oh so no! Was, there was no hiding the fact that you hadn't gone through puberty. And so it was like you just had to, after PE, even if it was something that you didn't sweat at. We were made to have a shower, everyone. Really? And so yeah. Mm. So this is like year ten when I finally went through puberty. So for the first four years of high school, just hating PE so much because of. Just that. confirming, Josh, you have been through puberty, yeah? Have now. <laughs> yep. yep. Were you excited for the first shower after you cracked it? <laughs> well, I think I think it was late. I think I only had one term to go of high school. And then in Tassie, you go off. The hollow victory. I know, 11 and 12. And then it was like, yeah. But then I was thinking, I don't know. I don't want to say what kids are doing now. But like surely because of all the body hair removal, you could just go, no, no, I shave if you haven't gone through puberty. You just go, no, I shave now. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, very possible. (laughs) uh, Pale skin. Doesn't everyone in Tassie have pale skin? 
Yes, but alongside me was dancing was my very good friend, Janus Vovos, who's Greek and his mum's Indonesian. So he had this kind of amazing kind of, um, mm. you know. Skin, On the other end of uh, the spectrum for hair as well, I imagine. <laughs> no, he was like a Greek god. He was like just, yeah. He was like so muscly and just, yeah. Oh, was, can you give us yeah. his full name again? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> With spelling. He, was just... a, he actually turned into a professional inline skater. That's what he did for a brief time. This was, and this was like in the, the peak of Heartbreak High when inline skating was all the rage. Oh, is this the lightning from Launceston? <laughs> <laughs> the burnout from Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't believe that Fake Tam was readily available in 96. Oh, it was. And this is 98, but it was. 98, available. sorry. <laughs> there was a big boom in 97. Now, it, it, it wasn't the standard of product you get now, Gillian, but it was definitely you could buy stuff and lather yourself up and go a certain shade of brownie orange. Yeah. Remember, do you remember do you remember holiday skin, Jill? Uh no, I remember Sun In. Did you have Sun In? Oh no, we had a yeah. Sun In, yeah. Oh, yes. right. we had one called Holiday Skin. It was like a moisturizer and if you put it on every day you eventually went on hey hey at Saturday. Yeah, Dove Summer <laughs> Body Glow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can get ho- holiday skin. And I remember once hooking up with a guy in my early 20s and we didn't have any lube and we were really desperate, so we used holiday skin. There's one for oh the kids God. listening. <laughs> Edit that bit out, Josh. <laughs> only, so we can, only so we can use it at another, at another podcast. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm in my defence. I've been behaving for a half an hour. Hey. You don't have That's to be great. Hard. Just go back and listen to last week's you episode. You can't cut that. No, no. <laughs> Any more questions, or do people think they know what they what it is? Uh, I reckon it's yeah. I got I got my one. All right, we'll, we'll go with you then, Nath. First, what do you think? Oh, I think it's B. You think B? Yeah. Okay, B for Nath. Okay, what do you think, Gillian? Even though I've now seen one of your areola, I'm going to go A just because it's loose and I like it. Okay. Ben, what do you think? Um, I'm going for which one was the body hair? Uh, B. I'm going for B. Okay. And Broden Kelly? Well, just, you know, this is a chance for me to jump ahead. I'll go with the fake tan. Fake tan? (laughs) The correct answer was B. It was my hairy legs and I had to wax them. So points for Nath and Ben and two for me. I get two points. Yeah. Well done. So what it was, so I, it was, the product was called Nads (gasps) and I bought that one because it was the funniest one. And it came in a tub and it came with these long, like they would have been like almost a foot, like just fabric strips. So you just spread it on with the little applicator. I remember that infomercial. The mum and the daughter and the daughter's face would never move. Yeah. (laughs) It was mind-blowing. And she would get her eyebrow waxed like every other day on Good Morning Australia Live. Yes, Good Morning Australia. Nothing in the face. Incredible. Nads is still readily available Mm. in the local Woolworths. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, I put it on, I, I lie in the bath. I was in the bath doing it because I thought I'll lie down there. And I actually stole it because I worked at the, worked at a supermarket and I stole it from at the end of my shift. And my dad picked me up from the, from my shift and then drove me home and all, all car ride. I was like, yeah, I reckon I might have a bath when I get home, dad. I'm a bit, bit sore. I might have a bath. And dad's like, what do you, don't have to tell me that. Like you're, you're 16. I don't need to know what you're doing. And then I get in and I applied it and, it hurt so much that every I got two brothers and my mum and my all ran in to the thing. My dad just shook his head and walked off. Didn't didn't mention it. My brothers <laughs> were laughing so much, and then my mum picked me up, kind of like uh, bodyguard style, like <laughs> Whitney Houston, and carried me out and lay me down on the on the kitchen table. And then she did the rest of it there for me. And three days later, I had the worst ingrown hairs well, on course. my legs. Yeah. They were very smooth, but they were so ingrown. And so when I was doing the dance, I had to put makeup on my legs because of how red they were. It was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. But it was a good dance. We did well. Mm. All right. So at the end of that round, the scores, Broden, Gillian and me, we're all on two points. Oof. We're in the lead on four points of both Ben and Nath. Sick. Yeah. Have, I, have I ever won? I, I don't know. I don't keep those records, Nate. Well, you should. Yeah, I, should. I haven't won. I know I've never won. Mm. It's usually Geraldine Hickey is the most successful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is, yeah. All right. Next round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If things are a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong, so they get your point. So to Nate, 
Now, Gillian recently had an online audition when halfway through another actor just joined the meeting and just started yelling at their children to shut up because their mum has a meeting she has to do. The casting agent didn't know how to kick the woman out, so Gillian had to play tech support and explain what they had to do to kick her out. But while she was explaining it, they accidentally kicked Gillian out, but they never let Gillian back in. Yeah or nah? Oh, my God, that's just... That's quite an imagination if it didn't happen. <laughs> that has to be a yeah, because who could think of that? You're yeah. going to say, you say yeah? Yeah. Nath, that was a nah. Oh, I'm that kind of guy who can think of that. What's wrong with my you? My job. <laughs> so creative. I know, Josh. Have you done, do, you, do they do Zoom auditions? I know they do like just send the tape in, but I haven't seen any on Zoom. Yeah, they do do Zoom auditions. They recently did them for um, uh, Mary Poppins. They've been doing them. And you go to like a studio and then that like there's a whole camera out and they like teach you the dance and then you do it in the room. Like there's all sorts now. It's a mess. <laughs> so glad I don't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> And when I say I don't have to, I don't get asked to do that. (laughs) What you do is you loop your manager in, Josh, and then it's not required. Right. um, Just very quickly on the theatre thing, Jill Cosgrove, I saw um, uh, old mate, what's his name, from Phantom of the Opera with these new ones, Cinderella. What's his name again? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber popping Mm. up on the news the other night, cracking it that they had to close Cinderella down in London because everyone has COVID. And his hot take was that the theatre has really good air con and it's very fresh air in there. (laughs) <laughs> that is true and you can look that up oh yeah yeah what's no, going on there well they one of the main things to reopen theaters is like all theater owners now are like experts in ventilation right, you have to yeah. learn all this extra stuff about pipes and vents yeah. but also fresh air cinderella <laughs> but all that being said the double standard between sport and the arts oh, yeah. is oh. like it's pretty ridiculous like i know we don't want to disappear down that for too long but like <laughs> It is, it, 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 I, every musician I know and everyone in the theatre world, like they're all basically progressive lefties who want to do the right thing. And like, if it's a lockdown, it's a lockdown, let's do it. But it's pretty hard to stomach when your 500 or 1,000 seat event is shut down and a 30,000 state of origin continues mm. or, you know, so it's like, It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Bit I- tough. Did you see in the at the AFL they had they had a capacity like they had like half the capacity but then they cornered off like certain areas they couldn't sit in so they were still all sitting grouped together which is yeah absolutely really made weird. no sense to me like it was like well, yeah, anyway we will move on from that <laughs> <laughs> all right to Gillian now when Ben was in year nine in high school he witnessed his English teacher have a tantrum because he had to mark the class's essays on a night that he really wanted to go to the movies. Yeah or nah? Ooh. Yeah. You can ask him questions. Oh, I can ask questions. Okay, great, great. Yeah, great. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, English teacher. Do you remember this teacher's name? Mr. Lee. Mr. He had an earring. Mr. Lee, your dad, Mr. Lee? <laughs> no, not my dad. That's your he name, was, sir. This is a terrible lie. Sorry, Mr. He ben. He was my first, my first openly gay <laughs> educator in a Jewish school. And he was very upset that it was the last night that Robert Altman's The Player was at the cinema. And he was very <laughs> excited about seeing the opening shot that was like six minutes long, all one long tracking shot of like Tim Robbins walking through the studio. And he was just very upset that he would have to mark all these papers uh, on the night that he wanted to go to the movies. I mean, this is so specific that if you're lying, I'm just proud of you. Like, I'm just impressed. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with yeah. You are correct, Gillian. That is a true story. Yeah, it's point there for Gillian, yeah. So wait, should I have downplayed that and made no, it seem fake? you played it perfectly, Ben. Perfectly. <laughs> it was it. You played oh, right I- into Jill's hands, Ben Lee. It's like an airtight <laughs> concept. I get it. Yeah, we're good. But surely he knew if he sets the assignment. Why didn't he just set the assignment another day late so he could go to the no he threw this uh, it, it came this tantrum was like it was a built-up kind of thing because like kids were misbehaving and he's like you know i'm absolutely just you know i've had enough of you guys you're turning in your papers i've given you a week to do it you're turning them in on the last day i'm gonna miss going to see the best movie of the year the player by robert altman <laughs> at the cinemas that he just threw this real t- and i was like i respect this guy this guy's actually got his priorities straight <laughs> But you're, you were also a very good student, weren't you? I remember watching something on Recovery where you were like, in year 12, you did very well. 
was like, I mean, it's very funny because I think I have a very selective memory about it because I found all my report cards recently and my daughter was in hysterical laughter because she's like, you are not as good a student as you remember that you were. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you should have showed her that episode of Recovery. It would have been like where they said, "Yeah, exactly." That's the were real. You, that's a real proof. Was cigarettes will kill you? Was that when you were at high school, or were you graduated by then? No, by that point I was already like twenty or something. My my earlier stuff wasn't really like on the radio, and it was just like indie records. And but I started yeah, when I was right. fourteen. Yeah. So while we go in your back, so Bear, I'm I think I'm two years younger than you, but you're you, okay. and this will, might make you feel weird. So tell me to shut up if it does. But you have really influenced my music taste because I remember seeing you on like Recovery or something like that, and you were like my age or near my age, and I thought, oh, that's really cool. And then I read an interview where you talked about uh, Pavement and Jonathan Richmond, and then I got into those uh, bands, and I. You know, it's so funny. I kind of also I remember seeing you just before Awake is the New Sleep came out. You played a show at Ding Dong, and two guys got in a fight. I don't know if you remember this. They got in a fight yeah. in the crowd, but you got them up on stage, and yeah. then you tried to get them to do the hand claps for. It was either we're all in this together, or it was, it was one of the new songs that no yeah, one had yeah. heard. And one of the guys was so drunk he just couldn't do it. So you said, "All right, you can go. You can go. Get off stage. Just don't cry." <laughs> and it was like, "Yeah." Well, you know, some gigs end in violence. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as far as the other thing, I think I've always resonated with as someone in culture. Like, part of your job is as soon as you get the spotlight on you to any degree, is like share the wealth, turn people on to cool shit. Because yeah. it's like most people don't take like you know art and music and comedy and movies as seriously as people like us do it's more just like background so i just think we're all like these weird little funnels into like deeper interesting culture that you can grab people's attention for a minute and you're like cool if you like this just say i like how rem always said they wanted to be the acceptable edge of the unacceptable yeah um oh, yeah, so that's, that's cool. yeah you know yeah because so, i this was when like i didn't grow up with much money and stuff like that. And so when I bought a CD, I had like 10 CDs before I was like 16. I think uh, something to remember me by was one of them though. And the Lemonheads car button cloth was the other one. I remember that day going in there and the choice was the Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Lemonheads. And I went with the Lemonheads and I reckon that decision paved most of my life of not getting Red Hot Chili Peppers and doing, oh no, I'm going to like this kind of indie indie jingle jangle band and not these kind of like yeah so there you go you are blessed my child thank you <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right now to ben now when broden was in america he was in the offices of netflix when david spade walked in walked up to reception was handed a bottle of water and then just left once he left broden walked into the up to the reception desk and asked if that was david spade and did he just grab a water and go the receptionist then said yes he does it every day on his walk and Broden wasn't sure if he was impressed or saddened by this news. What was he wearing? He wore uh, what, the day I saw him, like just the yeah. That's the shirt. only day I'm asking. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, well, if, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a regular college shirt, jeans, um, and a baseball cap, like a trucker one. Sunglasses? No, no sunglasses. Uh, Maybe he might have been wearing them on his shirt, but he definitely didn't have them on. He wasn't like. Yeah, <laughs> cool hair. So he had he had a trucker hat, so you couldn't see his hair. Yeah, yeah, down it was like to neck, and I think he was just about to do that Tonight Show that I guess they made, or you know, when we we're sitting on a couch. I guess that was like, yeah, I don't know if they meant he went for a walk around the the studio because Netflix has a studio next to it where they shoot like some of their like more variety type stuff. So I don't know if maybe he'd come from there or if he lived in the area and would walk past. But yeah, this is ringing true. You gonna yeah. say yeah? Yeah, it I'm gonna was be, yeah. a nah. This is not oh. a true story. Point there for Broden. The whole thing? Or the whole thing was made up. I did see Morpheus at Netflix when we were there. I saw Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne. get out of like a purple Lamborghini, and I was like, "Well, that's fucking sick." <laughs> so that, that, that's it. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, I really liked your acting in that answer. <laughs> 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 that's why you got cast as Braden in How to Stay Married. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thanks, Peter Hellier. <laughs> okay, so to Broden now. Now, when Nath was 20 years old, he had dreams of being a folk singer and who had music lessons with a teacher, who, this teacher, if you were good enough, would then ask you to perform at her husband's cafe. Nath would practice the same song every week, but alas, 
He never got chosen. Yeah or nah? Now, when I when when he when Nathan was a younger man, I used to watch him on the television in a sketch show called The Shambles, and I bring it up with him every time, <laughs> uh, and he gets mad at me whenever I bring up The Shambles. <laughs> but he was on free to air Channel Thirty One uh, with a show called The Shambles, <laughs> and I, like. When I'm watching The Shambles, I'm 15 and I'm watching The Shambles. And I'm not seeing a boy who wants to do folk. I see a man who is creatively fulfilled with his sketches shot in the Eltham region. Uh, it was pop, 31. pop folk, pop slash folk. It wasn't okay, like, it was so like what poppy. kind of bands are we talking here? What are we talking? Um, so at my singing lessons, I would I would do like um, Alanis Morissette, uh, No yeah. Doubt. Uh, Just keep, Nath, keep in doubt, keep in mind with yes. this that you know when we're talking about folk and particularly pop. I in, don't. Well, we I haven't teenagers. finished. I haven't finished, have I? And yeah. a particular artist called Ben Lee. Right. Uh, and, and there was a and there was a specific song of Ben Lee's that I performed to my singing teacher, uh, which was uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it was "Gamble Everything for Love," which is not an easy song to sing. There's a lot of lyrics in that, but we can talk about that in another podcast, Ben Lee. <laughs> Uh, and I, I have a specific memory of doing that song to the singing teacher, and um, I was never asked to sing at the cafe. What cafe? I don't know, but the, she ran her class in her lounge room uh, in Mill Park, and her name was Maria. Oh, true as, true as, mate. <laughs> yes. It's all true. It's all you true. Are it's true. It's all true. That's why when Josh texted me yesterday and said that Ben's going to be on the pod, I was like, no fucking way. This is, this is, this is too weird. But anyway. we got to hit Maria's Hubby's Cafe next yeah. time around your park. <laughs> Maria uh, from Mill Park. Anyway. All right. At the end of that round, the scores are everyone is on four points. This is amazing. And I'm on two points. Socialism yes. in action. This is just like the NBA finals going into the third, going to the fourth quarter. Scores are level. Okay. This is our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out questions about the four of you. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round, you can lose points. So here we go. Question one. Who, as a kid, secretly brought a bought a black and white TV from a garage sale, snuck it into their room so they could watch TV at night. Jill. Yes, Jill. Nate Valvo. That was Ben Lee did that. Oh, but you have that bit about watching sex scenes on SBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar vibe. Yeah. (laughs) How old were you watching Twin Peaks? I think I was year seven, so it would have been 12 or something. Did you Did you like it? I loved it. It shaped so much of what I think good entertainment is. The um yeah. the theme song is incredibly scary. Yeah, Julie Cruz. That, that song's yeah. like fucking haunted my childhood. I wouldn't be going out of my yeah. way to listen to that. Our dog's called Cooper after Agent ah. Cooper, Dale Cooper. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, next question. Who once lived in a hostel in Glasgow for three months? <laughs> Broden. Yes, Broden. Jill Cosgrove. Yes, she did. Yes, I did. Broden. Yeah. Bloody musical theatre. You can feel it in her timbre and her voice when she sings the songs. You can feel the Glaswegian elements. It's just phlegm, but that's what they call it. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Was this a fun time, Jill? This was a dark time. I got kicked out of Ireland. We went to Glasgow. I don't know why. And also you could only book for two weeks. So every two weeks they would make us bring our bags downstairs and put them in a storage room. And then Wait, the squat took bookings? It was a hostel. It was a proper hostel. A youth hostel. (laughs) But um, then like at the end of the day they'd be like, okay, now you live in this room. So every two weeks we lived in a different room in this hostel. It was the grimmest, like, you know how every city has like a party young hostel and then like a hostel for weird businessmen. It was the second one. Yeah. Horrible, horrible time. So poor. Dinner toast and dessert toast. But we're skimming over Jill going, I got kicked out of Ireland. What? (laughs) We've just skimmed over that little (laughs) tidbit. It's a long story. (laughs) All right. Next question. Who here? once acted in a Shakespearean play where they had the most lines in the entire cast. Ben. Yes, Ben. I'm going to say Nate. No, that was Broden, Broden Kelly. Kelly. Thank you. I appreciate the, the backing there, but that's, that's Broden. That's, Broden's the new gay one. What was, what was <laughs> <Yes>. the role? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> what was the role, Broden? Sir Benedict of Padua and Much Ado About Nothing, the biggest ooh, part ooh. Uh, Shakespeare wrote for a male performer. So. Wow. Um, yeah. 
And did, did you do it justice? Was it, was it a good performance? Uh, I did it justice. Unfortunately, the production, because uh, obviously <laughs> oh. drama school, Jill can attest to this, mm. uh, uh, the cast was too big for the, they didn't have enough roles, so they thought it would be really fun if it was set in outer space and every character had two people <laughs> playing them as clones, <laughs> apart from me. So I, I tried really hard, and then the show was just a bit shit because there was two people doing every role at the same time. It was like Zach from Arnie Donna and Sam, who writes with, like walking around like with another actor, like might like mirroring each other. So it sort of undermined the whole pro- oh, the project, but. Um, you know, it's like the I entire opposite of serve the story. There's yeah, like no exactly. part of this that serves yeah. the story. Don't worry about the fucking story. <laughs> Look at this two of it. This is about I've inclusion. Said, like, I've said this on the pod before, Broden. I was in a production and our, when I was at theatre school. Our second year production was always Shakespeare. And we had too many people to cast. And so they said, we'll just do a, like a, a bunch of different excerpts from different Shakespearean plays. But the, what tied it together was like, going to be like, we're honouring the life of uh, William Shakespeare in kind of an Oscars style. And so <laughs> the, t- <laughs> the, the, lecture, the lecturer was like, does anyone do any impressions? Who could host it? And some guy in the class said, yeah, I do The Rock. And so he was <laughs> hosting this as The Rock. And it was like, this was like 2000 and, yeah, it would have been the year two, 2000. Wow. And so this, is, this is the yeah. rest. It's funny how rock. your tastes change because I would pay so much money to see that now. <laughs> and the show was called The Golden Willies. That was the entire show. Yeah, it was so, so great. Fucking love high school. Yeah. yeah. This, this was uni. This is so bad. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was paying thousands of dollars for this. Um, uh, next question: Whose great uncle was a court violinist for a Russian czar? Jill Broden. Uh, yes, Jill. Nafalbo. No, no, it was Ben. Oh, damn it! I mean, Got to be Ben Lee. I mean, come on. You're avoiding eye contact. That's why I'm basing everything <laughs> off faces now. Yeah. Oh me! I forget you can see me. Sorry. Nate's doing something else. He's he's searching his tweets. <laughs> the Russian, the, the the Russian family that was, uh, uh, Nicholas. That was shot shot in uh, in a basement and yeah. wow. Yeah. So my I have this sort of side of these sort of different gypsy musicians and yeah, one was the court violinist for Tsar Nicholas. The other one was a gypsy violinist in Berlin in the twenties. He used to hang out with Einstein. And um, I asked my grandmother, cause she remembers going to visit that brother. Cause she met Einstein. I was like, what was he like? like and she said, he liked to uh, eat ice cream from a cone and he let it drip all over himself. <laughs> That's her memory of Albert Einstein. <laughs> That's great. I thought I had things in common. With actually, so. He sounds like he sounds like a bloody idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, who here won the Globe Award for their passion for environmental causes? Nath. Yes, Nath. That's Ben Lee. No, that's Brian Kelly. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Well, just reusable water bottle. <laughs> Twenty-five years later. Hello, it's funny because I was thinking of the David. A spade thing and I was going like wow that's such a bad look for an actor to go in and take a plastic water bottle so it's all coming together for me how you concocted that yeah like a real super villain (laughs) yeah this this was in primary school though are we right yeah no I spent a lot of time in the school garden contemplating (laughs) and and tending to the tending you know how I feel like primary schools are like the best representation of humanity there's always like there's a garden and this community and this family and you like they're lovely beautiful places and then when you go to high school it's like just the it's like the biggest jump in your life you ever encounter it's um, but I had a lovely time at primary school and tending to the tending to the tomatoes. That's why I think America has it right with having that like middle, like junior high kind of thing. That yeah. six, seven, eight year like grade level. Go off somewhere else. Yeah. Learn to be. Yeah, I think the American public education system is something we should really <laughs> imitate. It's working out great. <laughs> hey, who here is annoyed that no streaming sites in Australia have the movie Spice World? Jill. Yes, Jill. Nath Valvo. Yes, it is Nath Valvo. Yes. And so am I. I'm with you. <laughs> Furious. Who here doesn't have a VPN? Yeah. Do we? Do we? Are we uh, having? Do we is, it, is, that is it? Is it? So you can watch it somewhere else. I don't know. VP. You know about VPN? I have a like, VPN, but yeah. I've never. I I have a VPN, but I haven't looked. Yeah. And then you just get on Netflix wherever you are, or Hulu. Or Hold up. Yeah. If I so have a VPN, on. can I watch Great British Bake Off? 
Yes. I mean, you so can use all your services, but it puts you in the other countries you want to be. Oh, this is great. Thank you, Ben. There's a good chance no. this podcast okay. is sponsored by NordVPN, <laughs> yeah. is it not? I don't, yes. I'm not going to get into the VPN. I, 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 so I've heard sometimes, sometimes people get a VPN and then sometimes try and sign up to American accounts and they don't let you because your credit card is registered in oh. Australia. So I've heard. Okay, 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 okay. Use PayPal. But... Yeah, PayPal. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. And what do you mean I'm writing something down? What? <laughs> Are you excited? Anyway, Spice World. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Spice oh, World. So yeah, good. not anywhere in Australia. Ridiculous. It's, There's it's still talk of my... a sequel, Nate. There's talk of a sequel. I have excited? heard it. Well, I'm a bit angry at the girls because uh, twice now they haven't come here for their tour. So the last two tours they've done, they've skipped Australia. Outrageous. So Was it... do they what listen they... to this? Yeah, yeah. Emma Button is a big fan. Very quickly, can we she's go on a honeymoon, so can we very fun. quickly go around? I, I would very quickly to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like each of your favourite Spice Girl because for me it says a lot about the person, yeah. and I can tell straight away about now or then. Now, oh, if you want, okay. if 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 it has changed, I will accept both answers. But please go. Nate, my Patreon podcast top five has done a whole episode on this. Uh, oh, I really? My my top, my number one was sporty. My least favourite was Baby. Okay, Jill. Uh, aesthetically, Jerry Halliwell, but because she was the best singer, sporty always. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ben Lee, please. Um, I think I liked Posh just because I liked Brunette. Um, okay. that was sort of what I remember. Yeah. Broden. Um, uh, Mel, uh, the one who, baby, when you're gone. Mel C. Oh, yes. Yeah, Mel C. It's a great song. And, and Nate, yeah. did, did we pass your test? Oh, every, well, yeah, Posh, Posh all the way. Um, oh, Really? really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was... And it's never wavered. Wow. But she's not She's not in the group anymore. She's Even better. Who's... Hard to get. Mystery. And yeah. and kudos to her when she did do the tour, when because she, she said no to the last one, but the one before that one she did it, but she refused to sing So at their pop concert. So when they all got their own solo song, each of them did their single that they all released at some point. They've all released a song at some point. But when it was uh, Posh's moment, she just did a catwalk. Get it. And so she Great just boundaries. Yeah. She, she just yeah. walked to the end of the stage and back again for three minutes and the crowd lost their mind. YouTube. People it. want to see TV. Yeah. Ben, can you do that in your next your next concert? Do that. Do well, it. Why sing when you can strut? Yeah. Get out get out some of the old the old uh, costumes you'd wear. Get the old uh, the jacket with the the short sleeves. Just yeah, strut yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. Who did not believe their family when they said the word people should be pronounced Piopli. <laughs> so dumb. Um, so dumb. Broden. Yes, Broden. Ben Lee. You are correct. <laughs> no, but you didn't get the story exactly right. Oh, sorry, I know. <laughs> I've written it right. I, I, thought I it said was it was pronounced Piopli. Yes. <laughs> to read and I was telling my family, it's pronounced Piopli. They were like, that's pronounced people. I was like, no, they're very stubborn. That's very cute. Uh, next question Whose first job was as a referee? They were a referee. Jill. Yes, Jill. Bird and Kelly. You are correct. Yes, <laughs> <definitely>. UFC. <laughs> I don't know what that is. As a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's concussed, bro. You've got to get out of there. You can't choke him out. Um, no basketball, actually. <laughs> Next question. Question nine. Who played the euphonium in high school? Broden. Ben. Uh, yes, I heard Ben first. Jill. I'm yes, you say. are correct. Yes, a point there for Ben. Mm. Yep. What is that? It's a small tuber, but as previously mentioned, I was a late bloomer and I was teeny tiny and I used to get a yeah. bruise on my leg from the weight of it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's on, that's on brand. As soon as I yeah. heard what it is, I'm yeah. it's on brand. The, you that know that what is... they say, late bloomers, small tubers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah. yeah it's a really common expression. Intact hymens, so all... Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is quite a big instrument, though. You say it's a small tuber, but it's still a big instrument. It's, still it's small like, for a tuba. Yeah. yeah. It's still an effort to take it's to It's quite big for a petite 12-year-old. Yeah. Because my brother played the euphonium as well, and he chose it because he wanted to choose the biggest thing, and his friend had already chosen the tuba, and so tuba, and so uh, he was in the Bernie Brass Band. The like the Bernie symbol is an emu, and so the the band were called the E Musicians, and uh, he had to, and he lasted about six weeks. I was like, nah, it's too heavy. I don't want to take it to school, and that was it. Just no more. There you go. There you go. Jason Earl could have could have been the world's greatest euphonium player. But he, he didn't have the heart. And mm. our final question. Who here had Brad Pitt tell them that they were very brave? Nath. 
Yes, Nate. Oh, who's who's encountered Ben Lee here on this? I mean, I'm, I'm saying <laughs> Ben Lee is not what my head is thinking, but I'm like, who else could have encountered Brad Pitt on this Zoom? Um, you know, Mr. Netflix, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe Jill when she got kicked out of Ireland. It was for something she did to Brad Pitt. Um, saw Harry Potter. Saw Harry Potter. I'm going to go with Ben Lee just because of Nate. Yes. You are correct. It is yes. Ben. Yes. And again, you budged it. He said I had big balls. I know, but I thought <laughs> that's ball. a way better story. Yeah, but that would have excluded. Well, no, yeah, I mean, big balls is a state of oh, mind. Oh, okay. I, I just tried not to get. Yeah, that's all it was. But now you yeah. can tell the story. So he's told you you had you had big balls. You just said what was is an impressive. You know, yeah, you sent I a did, little yeah. questionnaire. Was and we did a night. Um, me and Lena Dunham put this night together called Champagne Super Analysis. There was an exploration of the Gallagher brothers' relationship through music and sketches, and um, <laughs> and we had um, like people reading like Liam and Noel interviews, everything. And Brad Pitt opened the night. He came out, sort of made a surprise entrance, and went, you know, fuck off, cunts, and um, and the crowd went nuts. But then anyway, I don't know. I think I did a whole I did a whole thing about um, being too annoying to have proper swagger. Cause like for some, maybe it's a Jewish thing or something, but there's like, <laughs> it's like, there's like an underdog thing. Like if you're from working class Manchester and you come out like talking a lot of shit, you seem really cool. Yeah. But if you're a middle-class, like, you know, sort of bourgeois, like, you know, it, it just seems like really annoying and arrogant if you have that kind of swagger. So I, that was my thing. Anyway, I came off stage and I was like, you got big balls, man. So <laughs> I love, I love that the whole swagger thing. Cause I, in the documentary Live Forever, like Noel Gallagher's... I love that documentary. Absolutely yeah. sitting on... He, Noel's talking about how he's working class and Blur were not working class and that's why... Yeah. But he's saying all this as he's sitting on a throne. He's actually yeah, on a throne. Is, it's so great. Like, yeah, but geez. that's part of it. That's yeah. exact, and it's acceptable. For some reason, my heart says yes. I, I love... Like, like <laughs> if someone could give me anyone in the world to be on the, this podcast, Noel Gallagher would be the person I'd want on this podcast. I think he's so funny. Like, he's just so funny. That's all. He's been in the waiting room on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at the end of the game, the scores are Ben Lee, four points. Gillian Cosgriff, four points. Nath Valvo, four points. Oh. Broden Kelly, six points. Oh! Broden is our winner. I won one. I won one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Now, Broden, because you win, you can promote whatever you want to promote first. What, where can people find Broden Kelly? Uh huh. Uh huh. Preston. <laughs> um, we're doing a tour at the end of the year uh, around everywhere. Great. Come to that. We're going to do some Ballarat shows. I'm going to say the weird ones Ballarat, Newcastle, Gold Coast, Darwin. The weird ones. The weird yeah. Darwin's yeah. a capital city. <laughs> the Gold Coast, you weirdos. Do you know what? Actually, last time I did your potty, I shit on uh, Warrnambool. Yes. And. <laughs> And then I was in Warnable with my partners from Warnable, and someone's like, "Making fun of Warnable, mate." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Josh is doing well. Josh has got Warnable listeners. This is yeah, great. I've got so, regional." Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you're in Darwin, come, come along. Darwin's, have you been to Darwin before, Broden? Yeah, hot. Yes, I love it. Uh, ben, where can people find and hear you? Uh, they can just find me on all my socials, Benley Music, and I've got a single coming out in august called born for this bullshit from an album called i'm fun that's coming out later in the year <laughs> brilliant uh julia where can people find you um uh, julian cosgrove on the internet or hopefully in not too long at the princess theater harry potter and the Ghost <laughs> child <laughs> and nathan valvo just my name without nathan it's just nice um Got like Madonna. Show, uh, show a yeah. couple of shows in brisbane but they're gonna they're, they're next week but we're moving them ofs so please yeah. come to the rescheduled shows. And in Melbourne, we're filming my show in a couple of, in the end of August. So come to that if you haven't seen my show in Melbourne, please. Fun, fun. Hey, and for everyone listening out there, uh, my shows, of course, have been rescheduled. So head over to joshell.com.au for all the rescheduled dates. I'll be up there as soon as we know when we can go. Hey, thanks for doing this. It's been so much fun. Uh, see you next time. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you, everyone. That was fun.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 